Welcome to Weird Sisters. I'm Al. And I'm Becca. This is a true crime podcast by two sisters. And while it is true crime, there will be humour and chat throughout it, and we will express our opinions. We'll do our best to be sensitive, given the material, and never intentionally be disrespectful or incorrect about facts. Hopefully you enjoy the episode. Okay, so this is our very first episode as a podcast. Um, So hopefully you'll bear with us and be forgiving. Yeah, first one. I wish that more of the podcasts kept their first ones up because it would make me feel better hearing how they started. Yes, but if if it's a success and we come back to this episode, we're probably going to want to forget all about how we were in our very first one as well. Disclaimer, we may delete this in a few years. Yeah. (laughs) Felt cute, might delete later. (laughs) Yeah. Keep it around and then you can like, if you come and obviously if it's a success, you can then spam us with embarrassing memories later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Reason to keep listening, number one. <laughs> so obviously this episode, um, it'll be in the title, if I remember to put it in. Um, but we are doing the Oklahoma Girl Scout Murders. So it's one that we've both listened to mm-hmm. on podcast before. Yeah, um, one that I find really interesting. I think it's good to do one that we both just kind of, not like in the same in the way that you like a murder but uh, both interested in yeah and i think we were both sort of did brownies and guides growing up which is similar but in the uk um for any foreign listeners out there um and so it's something that i think we can relate quite well to as well yeah sort of being not in this situation but being at camp and so on ourselves at times Mm. so can't relate to the year it was in 1977 um which is a bit before both of us a bit early even for you yes (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it happened on june the 13th so it was obviously there were three three victims that were michelle goose who was 10 doris denise milner who was 10 and the youngest one who was laurie farmer who was eight um i've seen it reported that um michelle was nine and also that she was 10, um, so she was 9 or 10. I'm not quite sure which That's one. That's scary when I think that they're all... Actually, some of them are younger than my eldest niece. Yeah. And the the youngest is actually the age of the two youngest nieces that I've got. Yeah. So That's yeah, horrible. The age of my two daughters, which is just... Mm. Can't even begin to imagine sort of what they went through, what their families went through. Mm. Um, but the girls all met each other um, for the first time at Camp Scott. Uh, so that is in Mays County in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, around 6pm, they went off to their tent for the night, which was tent eight, um, because there was a thunderstorm, so they couldn't do sort of the planned activities for the evening, I think. That's fair. That's the difficulty you have when <laughs> no. you go camping. It's, it's not fun when it's raining. No. And... Especially with us having camped in England a lot. There's a lot of rain. There is. <laughs> I don't know Oklahoma. Like, obviously no. being from the UK, I don't know what the weather's what, like. Yeah. No. It's somewhere that... I'm going to sound really stupid now, but I think of it as being really rural. Yeah. I don't know if that's right, but... I yeah. imagine, like, a lot of forests and farmland. A lot of, yeah, open farms and stuff. But we mm. could be completely wrong, so yeah. don't hate us for no. that. We've... If you are an American who lives in Oklahoma, feel free to Correct tell us, us what it's like. Yeah. We'd love to know. Um, so Camp Scott, it was actually, it's opened in 1928, so it had been open, like, a long time oh. um, when they were then wow. doing the go. I actually didn't realise it was that old no. a camp. 
so and it was just for girls um age 10 to 18 um but i think that later changed um to include boys as well um and in 1977 there are actually 10 campsites there um that were named after native american tribes which i didn't know like yeah to me, a campsite, it's like one place. Yeah. So I was quite shocked that actually, no, there's multiple different campsites mm, which are all connected by the cookie trail. It must have been a bit like when we went to like the jamborees with yeah. the guides where you had like the sub camp. Yeah. And it was like massive like farm fields that we'd yeah. camp on. But... So, but yeah, you could get to all the campsites with, by going along the cookie trail. The cookie trail. <laughs> It does sound amazing. It sounds adorable. Um, it's like being in a video game. <laughs> yeah. And they were, they're a bit different to the tents that we're used to. They're sort of canvas, but over a wood base. Oh. So you sort of go up some steps onto a wood platform. Oh. And, so it's sort of like a hut, but, yeah, but a canvas hut, top tent. Yeah. Oh. And did it, you have, sorry, I'm going to go on a tangent. Did you have when we went, like, because you did guides before me. Yeah. And then I joined just after you because of the age difference. There's like five years between us. Yeah. Um, we still had to camp in those really old canvas tents that like had yeah. this open side, like they didn't have a connected ground them. sheet. And in the mornings and stuff, you would get like soggy, yeah, because there wasn't water actually... would just come yeah. through them <laughs> or underneath them. I'm glad that mum made you camp in them as well. Our mum, for anyone listening, ran the guide unit that we were part of, so yeah, we kind of had to join, really. Had to join, and yeah. We... I mean, yeah, would have been a more fun experience, I think, for me if sort of I I wanted to go to Scouts if I'd mm. been allowed to go to Scouts and sort of do my own thing. Yeah, I like the guides, and I think. I was, I've always been a bit more of a, like, anxious person compared to you. <laughs> I have, yeah. I, I was think jealous. It, the Scouts did lots more, like, outdoors yeah. and adventurous stuff. So, I yeah. mean, considering <laughs> that I remember being, like, a very clingy child with mum, I think I benefited well. from her being there. And, yeah. Yeah. You wouldn't have gone on this camp then. No. no. God, no, actually. I don't think I would have done. No. I would have been like one of the kids who just cries and everyone hates them especially because like the campsite here like it was in woodland Mm. so even locals said that like in the denser bits of the camp where some of the tents were now felt like they were being watched from the woods and it just felt creepy anyway Mm. do you know how far the kids had to travel to go to the camp no i know they had to get on buses didn't they yeah but but they must have been quite quite close by as well i reckon Mm. so yeah, yeah. Don't know. I didn't research that, but <laughs> um, but yeah. So no, yeah. Locals, as I said, would say that it was a creepy, weird place. Anyway, um, mm, it's just a bad, kids. bad feeling to it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but yeah. So the girls got there and they were creeped out as well. I think. Mm. Um, but sadly, yeah, for them it wasn't just a feeling because someone actually was watching them that night. Yeah. So really glad I didn't hear about this case when I was a guide gotcha. and like a teenager. <laughs> but no, there's um a timeline of the stuff that happened throughout that evening. Mm-hmm. So if I go through it and then sort of go from there, I guess. Yeah. So before ten uh, at night that night, um, a councillor sees a light in the forest going towards. Kiyo-o-wa camp. I've probably completely butchered that, so 
again. Don't shoot me. Um, and then at 10 p.m., a counsellor D goes to the tents to check on all the girls and that and mm-hmm. finds that everything's fine, everything's okay. Cool. Midnight, there's then another counsellor, camp counsellor, um, Carla, who goes to check on girls being noisy um, at the toilets yeah. and sends them all back to their tents, which does sound familiar. Yeah. God, I remember we all got shouted at at one of the camps we went to because we were all messing around and we'd been told not to play with the scouts who were next door to us. <laughs> and we all had anyway. And then someone broke a glow stick <gasps> and it went in someone's eyes. Oh it, my God. Yeah, it was really bad. <laughs> we all got shouted at and like, sent to the, our tents. How do you even break a glow stick? <laughs> like, like, you're meant to be able to bend them. Yeah. Wow. I remember us being like yelled at and told that she could have like gone blind. I don't, I don't know if glow sticks act. Are they, they actually, are oh, they are actually yeah. that dangerous. <laughs> so, then yeah. 1.30am, tent six is still being noisy. <laughs> so, yeah. like with you, uh, they get shouted at to be quiet. Wow. Well, um, yeah. Shut 30. up. 1.30? 1.30 is impressive. Yeah. Like... I know that I've always been a bit of an old person anyway, <laughs> and I like to go to bed early. But, I don't I know. I wonder if... If it's for 10 to 18 year olds, maybe, like, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, each of the camps, are they similar sort of ages? So yeah. So they would be 8 to 10 year olds, or could they be like maybe 16 year olds that's yeah, still up at 1.30 being noisy? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, at that same time, though, the um, counsellor also hears this strange, like, really hard to describe sound she said like coming from behind one of the tents like this low guttural animal Ew. growling odd sound which just horrible oh that know. makes me feel really weird anyway i feel really shivery yeah i don't don't like it she says she she said that she shined her torch at it the noise stops mm. she goes back to her tent but throughout the night that sound ke- keeps on being heard Ooh, i don't know if i'd I don't know what's worse. It's stopping or keeping on... Yeah. Like, it's stopping... Like, you then kind of know that something's there. Yeah. That's and everywhere, horrible. like, says, like, oh, could that have been, like, the killer throughout the mm. night? But if it was... Like, why, if it was the killer, would they keep on making true. the sound? Unless, like, I don't know, like, it's a nervous tick mm. or something that they can't control that well. Yeah. Like... Or they... I don't know, enjoyed sort of thing. worry. Yeah, yeah, thinking like, oh, someone could catch me. Yeah. Like people in some people enjoy that kind of thrill. That's true. Or they were sort of maybe trying to in, sort of freak people out a bit. Like they like that power kind of yeah, dynamic. sort of knowing and... what they're doing and freaking everyone out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Hmm. So anyway, later at three a.m., there's two reports of girls in other camps being disturbed by screams i think that's other camps along the cookie trail okay so not not tents at that campsite Mm -hmm. but ones along i'd if i had been at this camp i i think i would have gone to the counselor's tent and just like hidden there i did that to be fair one not (laughs) at camp it was a brownie like a brownie sleepover oh like the what did they call them like yeah. Oh, it was like a brownie, like, pack holiday. Pack holiday. Yeah. Um, the girls were all... So, brownies you do from, what, like, seven till ten? Seven to ten, yeah. And I, I think, think I was about eight or nine. Um, mm-hmm. So, similar sort of age to the girls here. And 
all the girls were telling like scary <laughs> stories in the bunks mm-hmm. and I didn't like it at all. Um, so I actually got up and went and told on them all. <laughs> you were a snitch. Oh my god! Wait, was that? Were you? Were they telling a story about like a China doll or something? Yeah, I remember you being scared of that for like years. Like Chucky, but a China yeah. doll version. I remember you scaring me with that story. <laughs> Pass it down. And you're just like, well. <laughs> so no, they had to stop. Um, oh, oh my but they didn't. God. They must have hated oh, you. No, can you imagine? God. I would have been such a wimp. Like, like, if I heard screams and I was camping. Well, it wasn't just screams. They also heard, apparently, a girl crying for her mum. Oh, great. So, you know, yeah. it's just... Yeah, that would have been me. <laughs> Except our mum was so, like, dispassionate when she was sort of in guider mode and like mustn't treat you like my children she would have probably just told me to go back to bed oh she would have done what are you doing out of bed get back yeah deal with it she was not the most cuddly mother through us growing (laughs) up so apparently though the girl sort of crying for her mum and that was heard um around 1am so before the guttural sounds the council heard but also like it's kids trying yeah. to guess what time of night it is. I don't know. Yeah. Did they all have watches back That's then? True. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Did they Maybe take watches not. on the yeah. camp? It, yeah, so it's like, how, how do you know mm. to place it as the time? But yeah, yeah. let's see. Anyway, 3am, someone starts going through the camp, stealing items from the tents, Ooh. like purses and glasses and oh. like eye well, glasses, like people stuff like that. in the tents like saw them like coming into the tent or I don't it's just like or they just they, notice things they notice missing. things are missing but they say around 3am so I'm guessing that kind of implies they noticed it they must it have happening. noticed it yeah. happening which is Ooh. odd and yeah girl in tent 7 said that she was woken up by light being shone into the Ooh. tent and a man was standing at the entrance looking in Ooh, that's freaky because um, I guess you wouldn't freak out instantly with it just being a light because you're at camp you're going to expect that people will check on you. Yeah, but when they just stand there not doing yeah. anything. And, and were there... I'm assuming if it was just girls. There were some male oh, counsellors. Oh, okay. Because I was going to say, so would it could it be that. weird that there was a man there? or. But then apparently he starts moving towards tent eight, which is obviously sadly oh. where the yeah. victim's I wonder was. why... I'm guessing this was the murderer. And I wonder why they looked... In, in that some of tent. the tents, but then moved on. Like, yeah. what made them decide that wasn't... Maybe because someone woke up? Maybe. maybe. But then they wake up the girls in, in tent, tent eight. eight. Oh, really? So... So they... Maybe... Was there anything about, like, were the girls in that tent older? Or? Yeah, exactly. Could they have, Could they have put up more fight? Yeah. Or were they closer to the counsellors? Mm. Or did they hear a counsellor, like, you know, or see anything that spooked them off? Who mm. can, like... Could so many reasons, for. yeah. yeah. Um, so then 6am, Carla, so one of the camp counsellors, gets up to take a shower. Um, so early. she's... I know. But <laughs> then I guess if you've got little kids waking up early, you want That's to be showered true. and ready before they are. Whereas I'm at the moment still like, I know I should get up earlier, but now that I work from home, <laughs> I kind of don't have the motivation. No. Even though I've got so much to do. I know I should get up earlier and take the dogs out earlier, but... Mine is when I have to get up to get the girls to school and then it's a mad dash because it's just like I literally can't get up any later. <laughs> yeah. I'd still be on oh time. 
um, but no, so she's going for a shower and she thinks she sees rubbish on the path ahead. Mm. Um, and this is something that I didn't realise because it's not sort of mentioned in podcasts that I've listened to before. But um, when she goes over to sort of just see why someone left yeah. rubbish on the path and so on, um, it's actually the body of one of the girls from oh, 10-8. Oh, no. Um, just out on the path? Just out on the path. Oh, um, my God. Unfortunately, naked from the waist down oh, as well. Oh, that's horrible. Um, so, yeah, it turned out that the bodies of the girls um, mm. had actually been taken out of 10-8 past the campfire, the showers and the councillor's tent and then placed on the path about 100 oh metres from tent 8. So I thought that they were found... Like, in the tent. In the tent, mm. not sort of picked up and moved past oh everything God. else. Like, you think... Especially with all the commotion that was going on that night, mm. sort of to then move the bodies while people are yeah, up and about think, and like, checking and... They didn't pick a night where you think everyone was asleep and it was... Yeah easy to kind of move around without thinking someone would, like, come up and find you. Yeah. Oh. So, no. It's... God, that's... I mean, I know it's probably a bit random, but... I don't know how you'd mistake that for rubbish. But then, I suppose we listen to a lot of cases where people don't recognise that there's a body straight away. And I think... I've never come across one, I don't... (laughs) Obviously, I've got a psychology background. I did psychology at uni. And your brain sort of goes uses like its shortcuts and everything like that goes straight to like what you see most often like we obviously we're always searching for patterns and stuff aren't we which is why we see faces Mm -hmm. and things like that and i guess your body your brain's trying to work out what what is that that i've seen Mm. and it's most likely going to go stuff you see a lot like rubbish next to a park that that makes sense expect to see a body so your brain that's interesting yeah i did not study psychology <laughs> at uni. I, I can't offer anything here. <laughs> you I just have to trust what I'm yeah, saying. I have a master's in English literature. <laughs> uh, so, no, so yeah, she noticed it was the body of one of the little girls. Mm. Um, so she wakes up, two of the other counsellors. Yeah. They check on all the tents and sadly find mm. that obviously all the three girls from tent eight are missing. Um, so they go and get the nurse who confirms that obviously... The, the girls are sort of dead um, mm. and that there's nothing they can do for them. Um, and they also then find Laurie and Michelle uh, in sleeping bags next to Denise. You're, you might be going to get to it, but this is, I'm guessing, sort of gone, this has gone six now, maybe like half six. Yeah, and like, in the morning. Were there, how did they stop anyone else getting up, like the girls getting up from seeing the bodies? Like, did they do anything to keep the girls awake? away from it once they'd found i think they'd got up the other um camp camp counselors and stuff Mm -hmm. like that yeah they tried to keep the rest of the girls busy and away from that area and sort of yeah Yeah, so they had things in place to stop them just coming out of their tents yeah god which is that's just not something you'd ever expect to have to think about i think if i was in that situation i wouldn't know what to do like i've i work in a college i work with i've worked in schools and still you just God, you'd have no idea how to cope with that. No. Like, you're coping as well, like, mm. with your own emotions and how you're feeling. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, God, actually, I've got to somehow stop all these other kids from... Mm-hmm. How old it. are the counsellors? They're American camp counsellors, aren't they? So they're quite young themselves. Yeah, so, say, like, what? They can be, qu- like, teenagers 18 still, and they? stuff, aren't they? 
God. Because you tend to do it, from my understanding, you tend to like do it in like your college and okay, breaks, so almost don't like you? work experience. Kind of yeah. Thing. So wow. they're like summer jobs, aren't they? For, for... God, so they're just kids themselves, yeah. really. I mean, I know I'm not that old, I'm nearly 29, but thinking about myself 10 years ago, I was a baby. Yeah. I knew nothing. I still don't I, know I wouldn't know how but... to handle it now, let alone sort mm. of, yeah. If you're 18, 19. 18, 19. God. Oh. Um, luckily, they um get the, what do you call it, camp director. Mm-hmm. She comes down. Um, It's her husband, Richard, Richard Day, who finds the two other girls. Oh. Um, And they then obviously call nine one one because they're American, not nine nine nine. They called nine nine nine. No one's coming. Nine one one. So and they send out a highway patrol officer, Harold Berry. Um, so they just sent one 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 and, highway patrol and the highway officer. patrol officer, not even so an ambulance. I'm or... guessing that would be like they're sending like one of our like, like street cops, cops. yeah, yeah like traffic policemen, exactly. Someone. Who is not really going to trained be... to be dealing no. with that? God. But um, they when they got there, they then um arranged for all the other girls at the camp to be sent home. God, yes, yeah, got you'd them have out think, there. Because if there's ten camp sites, yeah, you're going to have a lot, lot of, of children. Kids. Yeah, and it's what this was the first night. This was it? the first night at camp. God. Yeah. Um, parents were when they sent them all home as well. Parents had were just told that there'd been an accident at oh. the camp, but they didn't tell them any names wow. of what girls were involved or what oh, had happened. So no one even knew whether their which like they didn't know that their child was okay. No, obviously. so God. parents were obviously turning up waiting to collect their children and mm. not even knowing if oh my God. their children was all, their child was all right or not. That's just gonna be like mass panic. Yeah. I mean, I can understand why they'd say it's been there's been an accident because yeah. you don't want to scare people and create like hysteria saying yeah. like, there's been murders. But but let to, me know that least, my child's yeah you, okay or not. You don't have to say these children are the ones who have been killed, no. but you could at least say these children are okay to yeah. all the parents who are collecting exactly. Their children. Like but, when school ever ring me about either of my girls, they first thing they say when I answer is just like just to let you know your child's okay yeah because like, as a parent that would be your first thought is, yeah I mean again going back to our mother <laughs> I remember when college had to ring her up once because I'd put a sewing machine needle right through my finger and they had to ring her up to tell her I don't really know why I <laughs> guess I was under 18 so I suppose yeah. they're just obligated to even though it's not like life-threatening and she just it. laughed and was like oh Okay, how fine. <laughs> Send her back to class. <laughs> Didn't care at all. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh, but no. Sadly, though, um, yeah, the parents of the girls that did get killed, mm-hmm. um, they still were told it was just an accident oh, when they, they tell arrived them, there. Or did they turn up to collect their kids as well? Or from what I've read, um. They, I think they let them know. Oh, okay, um, so the, at so least they didn't have to It was go just, and wait yeah, the other parents not... obviously didn't know whether yeah. their child was okay or not. But... Wow. So, yeah, they only learned differently um, that it wasn't an accident and that it was actually a murder mm-hmm. um, when they saw it in the media. Oh, They didn't even wow. get informed 
by anyone. Oh my, the, no, like follow up on no. them being sent home. Oh my god. But it's just like you just imagine that, like you're told, oh, there's been an accident. You're wondering what the hell's happened to your daughter, yeah. and then you find out from the media that no, they were so murdered. Like, hang on. So the parents of the girls who'd been killed didn't know that they'd been murdered. No, they thought they it thought was it was an accident. Oh my god. And then they found out in the media that that wasn't the case. I don't even know what I'd no. do in that. Like, gosh. So. That's... Uh, I know the 70s was... Like, the 70s was very different to now in a lot of ways. Yeah. But I thought even then they'd be sensitive to people whose children have been murdered. I think, yeah. Like, but mental health and the understanding yeah. of how to treat people and stuff has also come a long way since then. I suppose I guess. so, yeah. I think people just weren't equipped to know how to handle these like murders and things like that weren't I think seen as not not that it's the norm now but it was it, it, the, we're the, a lot more aware of things like that happening and that was definitely would be like less sort of general knowledge of yeah. it and like and it would be procedures yeah. in place nowadays sort of already there for people to work off of yeah so so wow. going sort of less into it or less blind I'm guessing mm. nowadays yeah um, but yeah, I think luckily even the sort of sheriff in this case understood that it was something that they hadn't sort of mm. dealt with before and weren't equipped to deal with. So he got the um, Oklahoma State Bureau of Investigations okay. involved. That's so good. yeah. So yeah, um, and Officer Harold Berry um, also, like considering the time and how bad back then they could be about crime scenes and mm-hmm. stuff he kept the crime scene as secure as he could um which obviously was that's impressive yeah especially for it being like outside it being a camp the yeah. need to move girls around that's actually so quite... he managed to keep it so that there was only one set of footprints from the camp to the bodies and oh, that wow. wasn't sort of muddied up or anything like that so they could wow. see just one set of footprints what, um time of year was this this was the summer wasn't it was it? the summer yeah so, so yeah i guess they were helped out by elements sort of, yeah it not it's not raining or something although i guess it had it, been it's raining. thunderstorm yeah so that's impressive they had i suppose if they're muddy footprints or something like mm. that they like and yeah. no one else is walking on yeah. it that should wow. keep it but yeah so yeah they managed to obviously follow those footprints and obviously led them to tent mm-hmm. eight where they then started their investigation um and saw that the killer had gotten into the tent from around the back. So I'm guessing maybe the footprints led to the uh, okay. back of the tent. Um, Which I guess if it's just canvas, it's yeah. easy to get in. And then, um, yeah, he then obviously sexually assaulted Laurie and Michelle. Aww. And then they got... And Laurie was the eight-year-old. Laurie the was the youngest one, one I think. Oh, wasn't God. She? So. Yeah. Wow. Um... So that's yeah, horrible. that's horrible. It is. It's just like I can't imagine going from thinking bad enough thinking your child's died in an accident at camp to then hearing that on the news. Yeah, just Ugh. the manner of their deaths as well. Yeah. So yeah, and then um, they were. It was blunt force trauma that okay. killed them. Um, mm. which Denise though he or whoever did it, didn't kill with the other two straight away. Um, She was taken from the tent 
while she was still alive. Oh, God. Um, so she saw the other two She get saw killed. the other two get killed, was then was bound and everything, walked mm. from, or removed from the tent to where she was then later found. And oh then, again, sort of sexually assaulted there, and then blunt force trauma killed her where she was found. Um, but then, obviously, he went back and got the other two. Yeah, and then moved and them. And moved anyway. them to where she was anyway. Why. So, why, why? Do you think he was trying to move them to like get rid of the bodies and was then interrupted or it just seems so odd odd to move them out and then just leave them in the path yeah i was wondering if he was maybe taking the bodies to where denise's was if she was more out the way yeah but then they're still gonna they were still found right near her weren't they and it's Mm. it's odd as well that he would he killed them in the tent Mm. but then he obviously killed denise out by the path. Mm. And did you say all three of them were sexually assaulted? All three. So it's not even it, as though he killed them to get, get them her. out of the way and get at her. Yeah. Yeah. Was... That's the other thing is, um, and we'll come to it later in the episode. Um, but obviously, there's a signs in this case that there was more than one killer. Oh. So it could be that oh, obviously that. one of them could have stayed in the tent with the yeah. first two, mm-hmm. while whoever it was that killed Denise took her out that's true and then the bodies were moved Mm. sort of by the person left back in the tent maybe it's I I don't know if it's relevant or anything but if you're saying that there's evidence there was more than one yeah is there evidence like do we know if they were sexually assaulted all by the same person The samples that they've got all show it being from the same person. Um, But Mm. whether stuff gets muddied, and obviously DNA stuff wasn't the best back then. Yeah, sort of 40, nearly 50 years ago. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So, yeah. That just seems so, like, disorganised. Yeah. It doesn't make... No, like, you wonder what what they were trying to achieve like, yeah were they wanting to just leave the bodies out so they were found, found or were they yeah were trying they to hide them and interrupted so. or mm. yeah and why were two in the sleeping bag but obviously denise was found sort of n- not covered up at all oh yeah so two of them were in their sleeping bags still yeah and then denise not yeah mm. so it's it to me that's like two different people yeah. as well because of just yeah. the differences there as well mm, different ways of doing things yeah different so feelings Denise and stuff and... was the one who was found first yeah then. yeah and then she was on the path yeah okay. and then it so was... she wasn't actually like hidden I was I think I got muddled in my head and was thinking that she was like no she, out of the she way. was found first um mm. and was just left yeah out in the open in with nothing view covering of the her with nothing covering her mm. um and then Michelle and Laurie were found in their yeah. sleeping bags um a little bit away yeah see leaving her in the path then just makes me feel like that's shock value it's got to be like you're wanting to scare people and just you're wanting you don't them care to be if found, they're found, yeah. Which could explain why, like, obviously the guttural growling noises mm. again is like just yeah. trying to create fear. In, and... If they're in like surrounded by woodland, maybe he was watching yeah. from the woods to see them get found. And or... one of the count counselors, um, sort of before all the girls and that got to camp, um, I've read in various sources 
found a note um, that had been written that said uh, four girls were going to be killed at camp that summer. Oh. So again, it's like this sort of fear, isn't it? Mm. Like trying to freak people out and scare people, possibly. Oh, God. So, because obviously four weren't. It was yeah, three, three in the end, but... Yeah, but they they still just did the camp anyway after getting a note like that. Yeah, <laughs> they put it down to, like, you know, local teenagers and stuff like that, I think, and just people trying to scare them. Like, yeah, that's... it's a lot to cancel a camp, I guess, just I based suppose. on one note. Like, Yeah, I guess. I guess, yeah, hindsight is yeah. a brilliant thing. Yeah. So, yeah, um, and then back at the tent as well, it's like, the the blood from um the first two it had been tried to be cleaned up with like bed sheets oh um and one footprint was left mm-hmm. so i don't know again like is it that they're trying to get rid of evidence and mm-hmm. you know but yeah. then they've, they've left one footprint which you think so. would be quite like obvious it'd be noticeable yeah. Sh- yeah i suppose it's dark it's late at night if you think yeah, you've got it that's... all and you'd step in some yeah, as you're true. leaving the tent maybe but still but yeah. yeah it's it's another odd one mm. um with it like yeah just yeah why why would you do that and yeah <laughs> so the Attacks as well. Um, it looked like it'd been pre-planned. Okay. So it's, again, it seems odd for them to be pre-planned and then, but then there's but then disorganization yeah. and there's the trying to clean it up but leaving a footprint. Mm. So like um, Denise had obviously been gagged and bound, and the gag used on her had been pre-sewed. Oh, which is that's weird, odd and yeah. weird. And the nylon rope and duct tape that had been used on all the three girls had been um, brought to the camp. Mm. It turns out it was stolen from a farm nearby. Later okay. they find that, but so, but that is still being brought to the yeah, camp. Yeah, they've thought about what they're going to need to use. Um, yeah, and whoever did it brought a torch with them. That mm. was a red torch that wasn't recognised by anyone at yeah. the camp that was found with the bodies as well. Mm. So, and as I said, like it also the evidence showed that it, to me, it seems like there was more than one killer. Mm-hmm. Like, multiple weapons were used to kill the yeah. girls. They Weapons that had been he- held in both the left and right hand. Okay, yeah. So. so if you're attacking someone, you don't tend to have a weapon in each hand, do you? Most no. people aren't ambidextrous. No, and you're going you're gonna to naturally use a weapon with your dominant hand. Yeah. Even though I could hit someone with like a hammer or something with my left, it'd be so. Like, it, it would feel weird, even though it would. I'd do have damage. to think about yeah. it so much, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't swing it at all in the right no, way. If that makes sense, I wouldn't sense. have the aim. With no. It. no. Um, <coughs> and there was two different types of knots used with the rope that was mm. sort of bound the girls. Yeah. And again, if you're tying knots, and you're tying knots quickly and stuff like mm-hmm. that, you do a knot. That you're familiar yeah, with. You're do I wouldn't the same just one. Not... switch up how tiny <coughs> knots. No. Like, why would you do that? Mm. Just yeah. To me, it yeah. Just seems in the like... heat of the moment, you're not. I don't feel like it makes sense to do things 
different. You're not going to mix it up just for fun. No. <laughs> Some probably do, but it just it doesn't scream out to me with no. this one. So, as I said, the tape and rope had been stolen from a nearby farm. Um, mm-hmm. and the farmer there was Jack Shruff. Okay. Um, so, obviously, he was a suspect I was with the police say, at first. Do we know it was stolen or just used um, by him? He had an alibi. Okay. So, and he also did a voluntary lie detector. Oh, okay. Which, I guess if you don't know how bunkum lie detectors are, yeah. like, why would you volunteer to True, do one yeah. if you were guilty. Whereas me, I'd be like, no, because... I'd never take no, one. They're so unreliable. I'd just be thinking, like, even if I knew 100% I was innocent, I'd just think, God, the chances of it messing up anyway. Especially we, with me being a really nervous, anxious person. Well, it's like we have, like, the <coughs> really trashy talk shows like America does over mm-hmm. here. Yeah. And it drives me mad on there when they're, like, doing a lie detector to see if someone's oh cheated. And then they're screaming at the guests going, well, a lie detector yeah. can't lie. Jeremy Kyle. Oh. Like, thank God that's been cancelled now. And it's just like, or screaming at them, well, why won't you take one if you're innocent? Yeah. There's no way I would. No. No. Like, no thank you God. and that's the thing if even if you're guilty you might as well say yes because chances are it'll be uh, it'll come back as negative yeah just as likely as it'll come back positive they are barely any different than someone just mm-hmm. guessing whether yeah. someone's telling the truth if or you're not. like if you are a murderer and you're comfortable with murdering someone you're probably going to be calm through a lie detector test yeah. anyway all it does is pick up like anxiety and stress yeah like so why would you no like, no um, so yeah, he was ruled out. Mm-hmm. Um, then they looked at the duct tape that was used uh-huh. um, and found some hair on it that wasn't from the girls. Oh. It was like male hair. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously they don't have the DNA analysis that they do now, so they didn't really get... Uh. They couldn't like do a lot with it apart from say... Like, okay, we can compare it if we've yeah. got a suspect, but mm-hmm. like... It'll and it's not only... from the girls, yeah. but yeah. Um, and they also had a fingerprint on the torch, oh. but they were never able to like identify it or do anything with oh. that, which God, is, that's so, got so frustrating. They had so almost like they had so much evidence, but yeah. they just couldn't use. And they they had um like semen samples that were oh. at the scene because oh, obviously wow. the girls were assaulted and stuff. Yeah, but obviously, yeah. The technology back that. then just yeah if isn't this like it is now crime happened today yeah we'd have so much evidence to identify someone but so yeah so they used all of that to rule out their sort of their three main suspects that they had initially so it was initially mm-hmm. the camp director's husband the one who found um the girls mm-hmm. um and that was richard day um then they had Jack Shroff, the farmer, as oh, I said, yeah. they ruled him out of the alibi. Um, and there was also a camp um, ranger or counsellor, um, Ben Woodward. Um, ben Woodward. Yeah, Woodward. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, so they ruled him out as well. Um, I don't know whether there were any other males at the camp mm-hmm. or why it was just him that they ruled oh. out, but they ruled out him <laughs> as well. Um, but then they also had another suspect oh. who is sort of considered the person who is most likely to have done it oh, by okay. most, well, a lot of places. So this case isn't actually solved. They haven't actually got somebody who's convicted for it. 
No. Okay. Still to this day. Um, mm. But a lot of people believe that it's this guy who okay. is Gene Leroy Hart. Okay. So he grew up around that area. Gene is um, a pretty creepy name anyway. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very American name, I yeah, think. that's true. Gene. Yeah. Like, we don't have many genes over here. No. Um, but think in America, you've got like Gene Wilder. That's and... true, yeah. Gene makes me think of like a little old Scottish lady if it's like over here. Because it's yeah. more of a woman's name. So... I think it's spelled differently, isn't it? Yeah, G E N E for um, the male, J E A N for a woman. So yeah, um, so he grew up around there, okay. and he'd also escaped from prison by soaring, like literally <laughs> soaring through the bars what? of his cell. Oh my god! In nineteen seventy-three, like how? How did he do that? Is... What, how did he have something to soar <laughs> through the bars? That's such a cliched, like what. <laughs> I know. That's how a prison, like a prisoner in like a movie yeah, or, a, or cartoon. Like a cartoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. So no, somehow he'd managed to soar through the bars and escape. Um, but he'd actually been in prison mm-hmm. for kidnapping oh. and raping two pregnant women. Oh, lovely. Um, he'd tied them with like rope and duct tape. Okay. Which similar, is very yeah. similar to what happened to the girls. Um, he then covered their noses and mouths with duct tape mm-hmm. and then just left them in the woods to die. He didn't actually try he and didn't... kill them. He just left them to like suffocate. Yeah. Which oh. they didn't do. They got free and obviously went wow. to the cops, luckily. God. Um, Suffocation is like a way of dying that really it terrifies me. So it doesn't terrify me because I almost suffocated to death as a child when I was choking. Yeah. I think that would make me fear it more, personally. <laughs> It's true what people say, like, you get to, like, obviously not when you're being murdered and stuff no. like that, but, like, as an accident and, mm-hmm. you know, cho- choking on a toy and not being able to breathe, mm-hmm. like, the oxygen deprivation to your brain, there mm. definitely was a point where my brain just sort of flipped a switch and yeah. I stopped being worried, I stopped panicking and I just, like, was so calm and peaceful really? and just, like, oh, I guess that's it then. It There's wasn't not like anything painful. I can do. No. Oh, it was up until a point, yeah, and then just like this flitch, this switch flipped, and it was just like I was just calm and peaceful. Ooh, um, that's weird. And then obviously I sicked up the toy and could breathe yeah. again. But... <laughs> yeah, luckily, yeah, uh, yeah. But... I'm still here, <laughs> but yeah, oh. it, it was weird. So I guess maybe that's taken the worry out of dying like that from my head because, mm. like, you know, it's not. I almost didn't. I know that. It yeah, it's switch not flipped. just painful and scary for like the whole thing but that's how i remember it who knows well yeah adult. true it might... <laughs> maybe my brain's just like blocked out how horrific it yeah. actually was <laughs> true <laughs> um but no so with gene there are uh, some definite yeah. similarities to and them what happened proven in the camp. that he would be comfortable killing like he has proven he'd be comfortable killing but in a very hands-off way i suppose yeah he left them he to die left them. Right? he didn't actually finish mm. what he'd started yeah and also it's a big switch isn't it from killing two pregnant women in mm. a hands-off way like that mm. to then switch and go for such little children that's true and like and normally people a, like, don't bloody murder yeah as well, like, and just seems trauma. like a big switch like typically people don't switch up their victims no. that much 
Yeah, um, like not to have such big age differences. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Though he has also shown, obviously, he's comfortable with like multiple victims. Exactly, at the same time. he has shown that he's comfortable he, with multiple victims. Yeah, and like the idea of controlling more than one victim doesn't and scare. And somehow him. he's able to control yeah. more than one victim, like to control two pregnant women mm, two like adults maybe that's why maybe he sort of changed because he found that they were too difficult to control maybe, maybe he went for kids because they're easier yeah and sort of learned from mm. leaving them yeah that that doesn't work or yeah. didn't work in that case thank god exactly but, um mm. and they also said that when he was attacking them he made this really weird guttural growling oh, sound like the people heard like the people heard around the camp mm-hmm. so okay. you have got that and there is a lot more that does point towards him mm-hmm. the way you're talking makes it feel like you maybe don't think that he did it i think it was I, I think he was definitely involved from like mm-hmm. all the research. Not but I don't think him. it was just him and mm-hmm. I think that the other people other person that mm-hmm. could have been involved may have also contributed to some of the changes uh, between yeah. his attack of the two women earlier and what happened that at the camp that night. Yeah. It's I guess it's not would... just him and what he wants, is it? It's, yeah. it's sort of sort of compromising in a really yeah. horrible way yeah, with that, someone that else. Yeah, sense for sense, yeah, for a change in how they're yeah. going about it. Exactly, yeah. you've got, like, your own, what you would do in your ideal circumstance, which hasn't worked, mm. and now you're working with someone else and also what they think should happen, what they want to do. Yeah. Which would, yeah, explain, That's I think, true. that. Um, so, more evidence pointing towards him? Mm-hmm. In the mountains overlooking the camp, there was they found one cave initially okay. that had red underwear in it. Oh, a wedding photo of two women. Okay, and a newspaper that matched a scrap that was found wedged in the red torch with the bodies to like. Oh, okay. You know, like if the batteries aren't connecting properly, oh, they've yeah. got a dodgy connection. It was to wedge them in place mm-hmm. so that the torch worked oh, properly. Oh yeah, sure. And also some glasses, like eyeglasses, mm-hmm. um, from one of the camp counsellors. Oh. So that obviously linked mm. that cave to the camp yeah. and what happened there. That's pretty irrefutable. So the wedding picture got sort of circulated in the media mm-hmm. um, and was actually recognised by a prison officer oh. who had a part-time job as okay. a wedding photographer, which... As you do. Yeah. <laughs> those, diverse set of yeah, skills. Those two jobs go together perfectly. <laughs> so. Okay. Um, now, to me, it's not very sensible to have prisoners for crimes, violent sexual crimes against women, mm-hmm. helping develop wedding photographs. Oh. Because none other... Than, oh than Jean Hart helped with the developing <laughs> of these photos that this prison officer took in his side job. Why would you... as part of a photography course in prison? <laughs> okay, I was going to say why was he taking those in to develop them? But right, it was like work, not work experience, but like a hobby kind of photography course thing. But still, this guy <laughs> had been convicted 
of like really violent sexual attack on yeah. two women. Did the people he was taking the photos of like know that that's what exactly. he was I using? I wouldn't be comfortable with that. No. Like, that would be like um, our brother used to work in a prison. It'd be like him just be like, oh yeah, can I take your holiday photos into work? Yeah, <laughs> like, I'll get no the thanks. prisoners to help edit them. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, um, so that photo was one of the ones that um, this prison officer had taken and had had the help of Jean Hart to develop. Right, and that would explain how he could have nicked one. Or... Exactly, right. and it'd be found in the cave. Mm-hmm. Um, also, that cave and Jean Hart's mum's home, they were all within walking distance of the camp. Okay, yeah, this is sounding like it could be him. It is, isn't it? Just a little bit. Um, so... That was like that. Uh, that was all found and discovered like quite soon in the aftermath of the murders. Mm-hmm. So then two weeks go by, um, and it's then reported that Hart was seen in the mountains around the camp because obviously he had escaped from prison. Mm-hmm. He's still on the run. He's hiding out. People don't know where he is. Oh, of course, yeah. He's a, he sawed through the bars and yeah. ran. Out. So so that now there's reports that he's actually being seen around the camp mm. in the hills and they find like this like wood camp up in the hills, like okay. fire pit and stuff, and it's got like cigarette butts oh. and stuff around it. Yeah. And the blood type like they, there must have been some blood or something on the cigarettes, or I don't quite know what they've done, but it was reported that the his blood type matched with the cigarette butts okay. that were found. He sounds like a freaky dude. Who knows what he'd be up to? Exactly. <laughs> I wouldn't put anything past Gene like, Hart. <laughs> maybe he bit his lip and smoked a yeah. cigarette. And, but mm. appa- apparently the cigarettes were matched to his, his blood type. Because, of course, DNA back then. Yeah. Not very sure, useful yeah. like it is now. So anyway... You got the cigarette butts. Mm-hmm. Um, you got the boot print. Mm-hmm. Oh, there's also yeah, boot print found um, at this like wood fire pit camp with the cigarette yeah. butts, which matched the boot print oh, found like in the, the blood. bloody footprint. Yeah, but those boot prints are not the same size as Jean Hart's. Oh, okay. So again, it's like were they? He's not on his own. Yeah. If the cigarettes are matching him. But the boot print isn't. That sounds like there's mm. two people at that fire pit. Were they bigger or smaller than his smaller feet? Smaller than his feet. Okay, because I was going to say, you could you could easily wear bigger shoes. You but could. wearing smaller is And I harder. think they're quite considerably smaller. Like yeah. He was like a size 13, 13 and a half or something like that. And I think the, the boot prints that they found were like a size 9 or something okay, like yeah. that. Probably like, quite too a big small difference. to like squeeze, squeeze your in. in. Not unless you Cinderella yeah. it. <laughs> Cut your toes off. Exactly. Like, so you've got that and then you've got around the same sort of time around two weeks later this 16 year old prisoner comes Mm -hmm. forwards and he tells police oh yeah no there's a second cave that's about a mile from the camp and i met hart there after the murders okay now this 16 year old prisoner Mm. had killed his own three-year-old son he's 16 and he's got a three-year-old that he's murdered what the fuck? Yeah. 
Jesus, 1970s, sort yourself out. <laughs> like, oh my God. I mean, with all the stuff in the news at the yeah. moment, I don't think we can say that because well, there's shit true. tons of bad stuff in the but news at the moment. Thing, but people yeah. nowadays are like, oh, teen parents, like there's so many teen pregnancies. He was 13 when he had a child, at yeah. least. At, at most. Sorry. Yeah, I hadn't done that. He was maybe maths. 12 or 13. Yeah. And he had a, what the fuck? And then he killed then them. Then he killed them when they were three. Jeez, now, what a piece of shit. But in my mind, yeah, he's a massive piece of shit. Mm. But at 16, mm. you're not finished growing yet, have no, you? Your brain going to... is not. Well, no. Like, oh, fuck like that. Physically. He knows he's doing wrong. Oh, okay. But physically, he's not finished growing yet. So, like, if he's got smaller feet, mm. surely they could account for the size nine or ten or whatever the smaller footprint and if he's killed his three-year-old and if he's killed his three-year-old maybe that explains why they then targeted younger victims he's probably he's obviously not got very good morals yeah jesus and he's met with heart after the murders he knows Mm -hmm. about this second cave yeah so please go off look at this cave that this 16 year old shit Mm -hmm. um tells them about why does he tell them that's really weird exactly which again Mm. is another thing killers like yeah to be involved killers like to brag about what's Mm. happened they like to be involved and they go to this cave that he mentions and inside it is written the killer was here bye bye fools oh wow yeah so yeah maybe the fact that gene was being looked at yeah this kid was like well where's um, my attention yeah why aren't like he's gonna get all the credit in his exactly. twisted mind, or just like getting off on being mm. part of it, like they do. Yeah. Um, but despite all that, the police never actually look at him as a suspect. That is ridiculous. Cheers for the tip, sixteen-year-old absolute shit stain. He's already killed a child. Killed a child and but... knows about a cave connected. With, like and has met Hart, who they're suspecting. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to look at you further. Wow. But a lot of. <laughs> what said about how the police just focused on Hart, like, completely blinkered Hart, didn't mm-hmm. consider that there was a second person who could have helped or anything like that. Um, I should mentioned earlier, he is actually Native American. He's a Cherokee. Oh, okay. okay. And back at that time, obviously, like, there was a lot of racism mm-hmm. um, and they think that the police became so blinkered on but because of yeah. yeah because of race you know mm-hmm. sort of prejudices that they had towards him based yeah. on that as well wow um so yeah in the weeks after the murders as well at the camp this bit this bit gives me the chills i don't like this bit either mm-hmm. um there were like security guards and that mm-hmm. um were sort of hired to sort of patrolled the camp i think to stop anyone from coming in obviously there was no kids there or anything like that but like to keep it uncontaminated i guess okay yeah um they don't want people there going and sort of looking for the site of the murder or stuff like Mm -hmm. that so they've got security staff that are there and security contractors um but they kept on reporting that doors were being opened after they'd shut doors Ooh. footprints were appearing in sand around the camp oh what the fuck? they like tied string or twine between trees to try mm-hmm. and like see what way like people were getting into the camp to try and stop them that's their job yeah um and that string was getting broken Ooh. so someone was definitely coming and going mm-hmm. um and bear in mind obviously gene hart is still loose at this point he could easily yeah, be doing this could be him yeah 
Um, and oh. then one day they go out of like their mess hall that they have lunch and that in, and they find a pair of pink socks and like trainers mm-hmm. that have got Denise Miller labelled in them. Oh. Um, and her mum confirmed that they were hers yeah, and they never handed back to her with all her stuff. Oh. Oh my God. So again, it's like as you said, like with the growling sound, and then this happening, it's like someone is loving the sort of yeah, freaking people out, the reactions, and... spooking everyone out with it as well. Mm-hmm. So it took the police then ten months from the murders to actually track down Gene Hart. Oh. But they did track him down, like yeah, in all that wood and good, yeah. forest and stuff. I mean it's a bit stupid of him to still be around there. But he there. knows the area. Yeah. And I and think he's got some comfy caves and Exactly. Yeah. He loves his caves. Yeah. <laughs> I think he had three of them in the end. Jesus. Assuming that it was him, which I believe it was. Yeah. Uh wow. I suppose as well that means he can keep an eye on the crime scene. And exactly, see what's and going still on be involved, and, which yeah. they love doing. Okay, so. So, yeah, he they, had all his caves. Mm-hmm. Um, they <laughs> find. Months. That's not bad for the 70s, like, yeah. I suppose. Yeah. I don't know what they do to track people back then. Did no. they have, like, infrared helicopters? Or... <laughs> I doubt it, but I, I, I might be laughing at that, and I'm totally wrong, and they did. <laughs> I don't know. He like, must have like been able to pick up yeah. heat. I don't know, but anyway, they did find him. Yeah. Um. And when they arrested him, it is reported though. Obviously, people do also point out like obviously the racial tensions at the time mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But the police reported that um they went to him. You did it, didn't you? You killed those girls. Mm-hmm. To which Hart replied, "You'll never pin it on me." Not no. Not no. But... Not of course I didn't. Not you'll never pin it on me. Which is just. Oh, oh, to no. me that is an admission mm-hmm. and it's just I that it would just rubbing make it my, in their face. Yeah, it would make my blood boil. If I was one of those police officers, yeah. I would just be like Oh I'd, That's why I couldn't do a job like that because no, I would I'd be get too so emotional. emotional. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be so invested in it emotionally and just mm-hmm. like Oh, how how do you God, that's just oh, what a bastard. And you know that what whatever reaction you give him, mm-hmm. he's going to enjoy. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Like, oh my god! Like he wants to see that they know it's him, but can't do anything. Yeah. Oh god. Just, oh. So anyway, the, he then went to trial, um, and it's awful. Like obviously the racial tensions and that, you know. But there was people that did support Hart as being innocent. Okay. Um, but they then went as far as to like get really aggressive and confrontational with the victim's families no. when they were coming into the court. No. Um, it's not their fault. And they actually had to have police escorts. Even though they are the victims. They're the victims. They're the ones who have lost their daughters. Like, they're not the and... ones who've charged Hart with anything. No. Like, that's disgusting. Yeah. So... God. They've been through enough. Exactly. Like, why would you do that to mm. people that they're lost not, their they children? They don't want to be there. Like, they'd love to still have their kids at home mm. and not be there and heart not mm. be on trial and no, i can't imagine like, i couldn't even imagine yeah. turning up at court like no. what do you do you turn up at court and you've got to sit through that but then if you don't you're feeling awful for not yeah like not being doing... there for your daughters anyway yeah that's like the last thing they can do for them yeah and they've got to sit in that courtroom and relive the case oh, see so the person pictures, who might have killed them yeah hear and what then, happened yeah. just... and then they've got to deal with people treating them like shit as well yeah. and like, assaulting them just oh. Jesus. 
So don't be like that. Like no. People need to be better. Yeah. But in court, um, the prosecutor's case against Hart was like completely pulled apart. Okay. Because they focus so much on just him um, and not the possibility that there was someone else as well. Mm-hmm. So they pointed out the shoe print, mm-hmm. not the same size as Hart's. Yeah. Which, of course, it isn't. But what if his shoe prints were wiped clean yeah. on the wipe up? The, the blood was wiped up with a sheet. What yeah. if his wasn't present anymore? Yeah, maybe he just didn't step in the blood. Yeah, right? maybe he was not in that tent. Maybe he was with Denise. With Denise. Yeah. Um, the fingerprint on the torch didn't match his. Um, okay. But obviously they've never linked that successfully to no. anyone. Exactly. And so. I bet they didn't test it against the 16-year-old. Exactly. They didn't, no. they didn't like, didn't view him as a suspect. Didn't suspect him. No. Um, the semen swabs that they took from the girls were inconclusive. Uh, but then it's the 70s. It's the 70s. That's not a no. They did find like this weird anomaly with the sperm. Mm-hmm. Um, but they discounted it as being him because he'd had a vasectomy. Right. But it turns out later that it had not been successful. Oh. And that his sperm had this abnormality. Uh, so basically... It was him. It was, yeah. I mean, I know we can't say it was, but... It was. It's, yeah. It sounds like it was. <laughs> yeah. God. Exactly. Um, the And they also pointed out that the hair in the duct tape couldn't be proved to be hearts. Yeah, but again, was it similar? Exactly. Um, they also tried to claim evidence was planted because of, as said, the racial tensions and mm-hmm. the fact that he was Cherokee. Um, and so with all of that and with how focused the police had been on just Hart as a mm. sole perpetrator, yeah, they it was only six hours that the jury took to find him not guilty. Wow. There's like a small, it's not justice, but a small like heart to heart because he did get transported back to prison because of course he's an escaped oh, prisoner. Oh yeah, good. Yeah, they caught um, him anyway. So he's so still in prison. He was, he got sent back to prison to finish his sentence, yeah. which he didn't manage to do because he had a heart attack on oh, the exercise ground so he's at dead. prison. Yeah, oh, he's now well. dead. Wow. I um, mean, God. If they were focusing on him, yeah. mainly because of his race, then that is shitty. That is very but shitty. there are so many things outside of that. That point anyway. to him, but mm. they should have obviously considered and thought about the fact it may have not been just him. Yeah. Um... So, yeah, he got sent back to prison, as I said, and died in 1979 of a heart attack. No, so he wasn't in prison after. long. No. no. Two like, years. Guilty conscience, maybe. A year maybe. Or so. Yeah, um, maybe. So, yeah, and then 10 years after that, they did more DNA testing. Because, mm-hmm. um, obviously, like DNA technology improved a bit by mm-hmm. then. Um, and so there's, like, five spikes that back then they were, like, using to match the mm-hmm. DNA and three of them m- match heart okay so that gave a probability like there's only like one in 7,700 Native Americans would match to right. that level so so again it's like more evidence that it was him. pointing towards <laughs> yeah. him so it's so unlikely that it wasn't that exactly it's pretty much definitely it was him and then obviously they found out that his vasectomy wasn't as we mm. said wasn't successful there's then that sperm abnormality but it wasn't obviously mentioned 
in court, in court this stuff. Yeah. Mm. So, God, it, that's kind of where it got left. Frustratingly, just the, there's no definite person that was charged with it, but we can pretty confidently say it was him. Exactly, and an accomplice who got off, yeah, completely. Yeah, got I mean, free from if it, it was the 16 year old, I, I'm Guess hoping that he was anyway? still in prison because of his. I'm guessing he would have gotten out for like for obviously he was only sixteen or, yeah. and he's but, not going to be in forever, would yeah. he have been? I bet he had parole or Yeah. Jesus. And I guess we don't it'd be really interesting to see what happened with him through the rest of his life. Like yeah. see whether he got re offended. Because the chances of him reoffending would be quite high, high, I'm guessing. If you're gonna kill a child when you're sixteen, yeah. You're probably not gonna I'm not sure how you rehabilitate no. that. Like at sixteen, it's I'm sorry, a... you know right from wrong. And yeah. like nowhere in your oops, I'm being a dumb teenager, do you yeah. kill a three year old? Your brain isn't fully developed, but still you know like when I was sixteen I was fully capable of knowing you don't kill a child or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like animals for me, yummy, but yeah, sorry true. from that. But <laughs> so <laughs> I mean, I think I'd still be slightly concerned if I saw you, like, slaughtering animals to eat. Yeah, and that's like, I was like a hunter. Yeah, and, if like, you knew how to do it, fine. Yeah. If I was just, like, going all Rambo like, on the yeah. local deer. Oh, yeah, I went and bought a pig, and I've decided <laughs> to keep it in the garden and kill it. That'd be quite worrying. I mean, but... some some people do that. Like, not, like, yeah. kill it themselves, but, like, obviously... I couldn't have it as a pet and then no. kill it myself. Someone I work with did that. They got mm. some like sheep and some pigs that then mm-hmm. their kids and that helped them look after. Aww. And then they had them for dinner one night. No. And it's just like. I could keep them and like, but I wouldn't be able to like let myself bond with them as no. like a pet. I'd have to keep them as. I just... couldn't. So even when yeah. we had, we had like chickens as when we were younger as kids. Mm. And when they obviously we got eggs from them and mm. even that was really? too close for comfort for me the i couldn't eggs. eat eggs from the chickens that we had <laughs> oh my god i didn't know that yeah <laughs> even though the chicken they didn't exactly want them <laughs> i i could feed the chickens worms from our garden but i couldn't eat the eggs <laughs> oh my god wow uh, but oh, yeah that that is that case the end of that case um, i was frustrating mm. and like, even though you know that he was in prison mm. and it was almost certainly him. Yeah. Those parents, those parents are get... never going to get that sort of feeling of that justice closure, or closure. Yeah. Like... To say, we definitively know who did it and they've been dealt with. Yeah. And we know that they can't do it again. Exactly. Like... And there's so many, to me, there's so many sort of questions and lines that they didn't mm. pursue about that second person and the stuff yeah, that didn't match up. What if that wasn't the sixteen-year-old? Yeah. Like that person was just out there. Exactly. Like, Did they go on and do it somewhere else? Mm. Did they? I mean, we all know how many serial killers there were in like the seventies and eighties. Yeah, exactly. Like, and a lot of them who went after children. Exactly. And, like, wow. I know I've heard the case before, but I'd forgotten so much of it and or hadn't heard some of it. Yeah, I was really shocked when I was researching yeah. some of the stuff that I hadn't mm. heard before. I had forgotten kind of just how yeah, like dip- just Horrific. miserable. Yeah, yeah, and how miserable the end is that there isn't really an end. Yeah, it it it's, feels quite weird to be ending the episode 
right now because it's just like well there's yeah, no closure there's there has no... to be yeah <laughs> who did it like yeah so what happened at the trial like no exactly wow. at the Gosh. trial it took six hours and he was found not guilty yeah like, wow it, like i'm sorry even if that's me if that's like a murder case like unless it was like so obviously not them mm. I, surely you'd take more than six hours being really, really sure. Yeah, being really thorough. Like, yeah. Double-checking stuff. Gosh. No, that was that was really interesting, though. Yeah. But just really, really sad. Gosh. So now, yeah, go and yeah, do, kick... something, do something fun. Yeah. We, do, we, we record another episode. Yeah, we, we, we kicked it off with a cheery one. Yeah. Um... I don't know what one <laughs> with doing next week i think we were talking about possibly the lulu lemon yeah which is a very interesting it one it is and very it's... interesting and at least it's adult it's it's not great obviously but it, oh. there's no children yeah, no there's children no animals involved. there's a closure there's an ending yeah and it's yeah a really in- yeah. interesting one so, so I hopefully think we, we have that one put you off and you you want to come back and listen to that one tune in so, again yeah we'll uh See you next week, guys. See you next week. Bye. Bye.